Ion 2020 episode 94. Have 2020 vision with Ion 2020, the podcast that brings you all the news and events in the lead up to the next presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date as we approach November 2020 with a libertarian perspective of all the candidates and their policies along with the news. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's clear our vision. Hey everybody, Ray Eaton here, your host of Ion 2020, your spot for the news and related events for the 2020 election, coming to you five days a week, Monday through Friday, <clears throat> with the news and the information that you're going to need to make any decisions about these candidates coming up on the 2020 election. Who's going to run against Donald Trump? Who is it that's going to uh, run against Donald Trump on the Republican side, Democratic side, Libertarian side? Green Party side, all those other third party sides as well. We're going to cover all of that, plus their issues, plus the topics that they uh, that they talk about throughout this campaign season. Now you can go back and listen to 93 other episodes previous to this one. The first couple are, you know, pretty darn rough, I'll admit that. And then they, I think they get a little bit better each and every time. And that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to figure out ways to make this show better and better and better so that you will get better information for your listening ears. So I appreciate you coming out and listening today. I do. I am fast approaching 100 episodes. Wow. I never thought it would come to this. I did commit to myself originally to doing 100 episodes, though. And so I knew I'd get there. But, I mean, it's it's getting there pretty fast. And I thought to myself, if I get to 100 episodes and no one's listening, then obviously what I'm putting out absolutely sucks. But I see more and more listeners coming every day, so I appreciate those that do. If you're a first-time listener, if you heard about it from your friend and they shared it with you, then uh, I appreciate your friend and you for listening. And uh, keep on sharing with your friends as well, because I see a lot more people added to the list every day. Not, I don't know who individually they are, I just know the numbers. And I see more and more people listening every day, so uh, thank you for sharing, thank you for listening, thank you for subscribing to the show. And then also, for those of you that have given a, f- a five-star rating or a review, uh, if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and do that. So I'd appreciate that as well on whatever podcatcher you are listening to or through. <clears throat> I know with, with Apple Podcasts, you can put together a five-star rating, and then you could also do a review as well. And uh, that's what I'd like to see. So if you can do that, appreciate that. But uh, we're going to go ahead and jump on into the show and let me tell you about some of the information that's going on. Last week, Donald Trump was in, you know, negotiations and meetings with, I guess, I don't know if it was supposedly him, but it was, I mean, the, the Trump administration was talking with Chinese, the Chinese uh, ambassadors and the presidents and so-and-so, uh, you know, the people that are in, in the know and the people that make decisions within the Chinese government for this trade deal. And I know that they were over here, so they must have been talking with him directly. And like Donald Trump does every single time, like an idiot, it seems like to me, I don't know I don't know if it's diplomacy or what. He just doesn't understand diplomacy. Or maybe he's trying it a new way or he's doing it the way that he does it with his negotiations with his uh, business. I mean, I think he understands negotiating with government enough 
in some ways to make some maybe some bold decisions what he's doing though it, it throws thing it, it gives a lot of insecurity to the markets uh, markets love it when they could predictability they love stability and it really is hurting the markets what he's doing um, what his supporters are saying is short-term pain for long-term gain and I just wanted to bring up this on the Sunday morning shows this week, I was just listening to one of them, and it, I think it was Fox News Sunday, and they had Larry Kudlow on him. And I don't know if you know who Larry Kudlow is, but he's the chief or chief um, economic advisor for the Trump administration. But his life previous to this, this role that he's in now, he was on CNBC for years and years and years on like the five o'clock hour. And I can't remember what the name of the show was. But Larry Kudlow was the you know the leader of this five o'clock hour news show. But he's not a he's an economist by trade. And he's a free market guy. I under not under like the Rothbardian tradition, but more like the Milton Friedman position, I guess, of the of free markets and limited government but not completely limited government government direction of the economy is okay in some ways i think is the thought process but i think the what they'd always say on that show is free markets are the best way to wealth and prosperity for all of us so he's a free market guy that larry kudlow is but the trump administration sends him out over the weekend basically to try to save face try to explain away try to give maybe a some kind of explanation from somebody who might be respected, I guess, about these these trade negotiations, these talks, but most specifically the tariffs that that Trump is putting on Chinese goods. <clears throat> so, um, the the tariffs that he has on Chinese goods, not all of them, but many, it's like three hundred billion dollars worth of Chinese goods that already have a ten percent tariff on them. That is what. Trump did last year uh, in order to try to get the Chinese to the negotiating table. So he throws 10% tariffs on you know $300 billion worth of Chinese goods, and then the Chinese retaliate and do ver something very similar. And it did affect the economy. It affected the pocketbook of people. They say the average consumer will spend another four or $500 per year on products that come from China. Uh, so it's going to cost the American taxpayer four or five hundred dollars because of that. So there was a couple studies that came out, and then Donald Trump, what he did is he went and raised the tariff from ten percent to twenty five percent. And then what the idea of what the of what the study that Chris Wallace from Fox News Sunday cited was that it's now going to cost the American taxpayer around two thousand dollars on these particular tariffs that Trump put on because he added a few other tariffs and so forth right so and then the idea is that Donald Trump is thinking about adding that 25% tariffs on tariff on all Chinese products as well and I'm not sure what Trump is trying to do with this I think I don't know where his mindset is at but what Larry Kudlow was saying is that that you know with that two thousand dollars that's what he that's what uh, Chris Wallace challenged him on was the $2,000 extra coming out of American po American people's pockets per year. And my personal view on that is, wow, that's a lot of money. Wow, that sucks. Wow, the American taxpayer is the one that's actually paying for these tariffs. That's scary. 
Um, it's going to cause us to, I mean, you don't have a cheap way to get Chinese toys and all this, all the crap that they send us, right? Um, sleeping bags and all, I mean, clothes and everything else, right? It's not like we're getting food and we're not like we're getting shelter from them, but we are getting lots of parts from them and so forth. So it's going to cost us on average two grand more. That's a lot of money. I mean, to somebody that's making $30,000 a year, that's, you know, more than 10% of their income, right? Or not more than, sorry, I what an idiot. Um, not more than, but almost 10% of their income, you know, that's seven and a half percent of their income, right? So that's going to be quite a bit of money out of that person's pocket. <clears throat> and Larry Kudlow just completely avoided that question when they were being, t- when he was talking, he says, oh, that's way, that figure is way over dramatized. That figure, um, you know, he tried to bring it back to the fact that the Chinese are going to pay for these tariffs. Because that's what Trump says in his tweets. The Chinese are going to pay. They're going to pay for these tariffs and da-da-da-da-da. When the reality is that a tariff is simply a tax for something coming into the country. That's all it is. It's a tax of something coming into the country. So when the Chinese people, when the Chinese, and it's not the Chinese government that's sending stuff over. And it's not like the federal government is receiving those things and then distributing among the people. It's Walmart buys stuff from China from a factory that factory sends stuff over to America, and then when it gets to the port, it's taxed on the way into America. So that tax is paid. So the Chinese factory pays that tax, or not the sorry, not the Chinese factory. Sorry, the Walmart pays that tax, and then so it's not even the factory that's paying it. Walmart pays that twenty-five percent tax, and then they pass it on to the consumer. And then Larry Kudlow says, "Oh, but." What's going to happen is that there's going to be less Chinese goods imported, right? So with less Chinese goods imported, the Chinese government is going to see their GDP growth go down, and that's going to cause them to want to come to the bargaining table with Trump. That's basically what he said. And while that might be slightly true, and that is a spin on a very bad situation, a positive spin on a very bad situation, it still doesn't get to the root that the American taxpayer just had a tax put on them. It would be as if there was a bunch of people sitting, like a bunch of ships sitting at the, on the coast, and as those transport carriers came through, they said, all of those products, we're going to steal 25, or we need a 25% tax in order for you to go past us. That's all that is. And that's for an effort to get into the government. So now it's the government doing it rather than just some pirate. But still, it's the government doing it. That's our government taxing us more. And Chris Wallace did not do a, too good of a job challenging Larry Kudlow on this whole issue. That's, that's what I felt. But they could have done a much better job at challenging Larry Kudlow on this because Larry Kudlow is a free market guy. And he was stuttering over his words because he knows. I mean, you could probably find quote after quote after quote from Larry Kudlow on YouTube talking about tariffs are bad, tariffs are wrong, tariffs are a tax on the people because he knows that. <clears throat> I'm not sure why Trump doesn't know that. You would think that Trump would have some idea about economics in that way. That's a very that's not that's not economics that's like on a higher level. That's like base level economics that 
a tax on something is, you know, the government taxing something is a tax on the people. I mean, in the business world, if you tax a business 20%, then they don't incur that tax. They pass it on to the people. Then the people pay that tax. And when the price of something goes higher because of a tax, there's going to be less demand for it. So it hurts the business that way as well. So we're going to have less demand for Chinese goods. Okay. There's going to be more money being paid to our federal government. Okay. Um, that's what's going to happen. We're going to be less, they're going to be worse off. You're going to have less stuff and stuff is a direct result or, you know, the, the wealth that you have is a direct result of your stuff, right? Or not a result, but you know, that's how having stuff cheap, if you're able to go to the store and you're able to buy clothes for $5 instead of $10, then you're able to spend that other $5 elsewhere on vacations, on presents for your friends and family on your kids on maybe sending your you know like all that extra money that you would have spent on clothes is spent elsewhere or saved or invested for the future or put into your 401k there's all kinds of things that you can do with that money but when you have that 25% tax put on those products that money instead of going into your vacation your retirement, your kid, you know, sending your kids to a summer program, what drinks at the bar, whatever it is that you decide to spend that extra money on, that 25% is now not going to anybody except for the federal government. Or you defer to buy that product. So you're less, you know, you're less well off, you're wearing older clothes or whatever, you know, but it, it does not benefit you as a person or any person in America, it benefits the federal government to collect more money. That's all it does. And it's not its not right what he's doing. And Larry Kudlow knows this. You can look it up on YouTube. You know, type in Larry Kudlow and then on tariffs. And I guarantee if you go into his days before he was in the administration, you're going to see that this guy is a free market guy. He always has been. So I just think, I don't, the stock market goes down and down and down. And as the, as, you know, Trump talks more about these tariffs, as people get more insecure about a trade war with China, the stock market goes down and down and down, right? Um, Because those things, those, that is being figured into the risk within the stock market at this point. So when the stock market is dropping three, four, five hundred points a day because of this, it's because people know that this is not going to be good for their pocketbook. It's it's not going to be good for the products that are being sold and bought in the market. It's just not. And um, the markets know it. Everyone knows that. I mean, the, it, it's, the only people that would defend this are the people that are buy American, buy American. We're gonna you know, America first. It's gonna be those people. I heard someone say it online. I think I was like on a Facebook post about this, and somebody said, you know, screw those Chinese products, buy American, right? But facts are facts. Like Chinese do it cheaper. The Chinese do it cheaper building these products than it would cost in America. So it makes you worse off by buying American. It really does. Let us do what we do good. Let them do what they do good. 
Let there be a free flow of products across the world. And get out of these stupid trade wars, man. I just... Anyway, I don't know, but this is Ion 2020, so what I want to try to do is bring this back to whether this is good for the Trump administration or bad for the Trump administration for his re-election campaign. To be honest with you, I don't hear any of the Democrat candidates talking about this issue as if it's a bad issue. They're not challenged. If, if it was something that he was doing that's wrong, they would challenge him on it. If it, not not if, the, if it's wrong, sorry. If it was something that they disagreed with, they would challenge him on it. But they're not challenging on it. So they are like, they're thinking the same thing as him, apparently. That these tra- this trade war is a good thing and so forth. I haven't heard any of them speaking out against it. Uh, I think I've heard Bill Weld speaking out against it. The one that's the, you know, the Republican candidate that is running against Donald Trump. I think I heard, I've read a few things where he says that trade wars are bad and that, you know, he shouldn't be putting these tariffs on the products and he kind of understood the economics of it in some way. I'm sure the libertarians would be saying something about this as well, but not not too many of them are out there like campaigning right now by any means uh, on the libertarian side. But, you know, the Republicans, or the one Republican, Bill Weld, he said something about it. Um, the Republicans are protecting Trump on this issue. They're not saying anything about it. You know, the, the people in the Senate and the Congress and so forth. So they're going to support him on this thing. And, you know, he got elected on this idea that the Chinese were taking advantage of us. That was the first thing he talked about during his campaign in 2015 when he announced that he was going to be running. The first thing he talked about was China. You know, you, ever, you always hear people say, China. Like, that's because they're making fun of Donald Trump the way that he said it. But that's what he was known for, is the guy that was going to go after China, that was going to be hard on China, that was going to negotiate with China, that was going to, you know, make them stop stealing our intellectual property, and that, you know, things were bad with China. So he got elected on this issue. That was one of the main issues that he got elected on. Every single campaign was, you know, his campaign speeches were the wall, China, and sometimes it was like end the foreign interventions, but and then you know crooked Hillary. Like those were the things that he talked about in every single campaign speech that he had. So China's taking advantage of us, according to Donald Trump. So I'm gonna be hard on them. So he's actually doing what he said he was gonna do. <clears throat> and as hard as this has been on the economy, not the economy, but on the stock market. As hard as this has been on that, on, you know, his political political ambitions, I guess, as hard as it's been with the news coverage about this whole issue, right? Um, I don't, I, I don't know if he thinks this is a good thing or a bad thing. He must think it's a good thing that he's doing, um, or he's just that bold that he's willing to do the hardest things possible in order to get what he thinks is a good a good, um, you know, trade deal with China. So he's he thinks what he's going to get is going to be a good trade deal with them. So he's willing to do the bold thing and step up. And he's not con- concerned about his re-election campaign in that sense. And I think that that's going to make his followers love him even more. They're going to say that. Look what he doesn't care about what people think of him. He's just going out there and doing the right thing. And so 
I think that it's going to solidify it for his base. I think that the press is going to still beat up on him for this issue. Um, Democrats are not going to call him out on it, though. And whether the economy is good or bad at that time, I think that it allows him to play up a lot of this. But you know what he might be doing is he might be holding off until around the early 2000s in order, or, you know, early 2020s in order to get a trade deal which is going to boost the stock market up really high because he he says the stock market is the indicator of what how the economy is doing i mean that's what he thinks so we'll see we shall see but is it a good thing for his re-election campaign what he's doing it looks like some major chaos right now it really does and even his economic advisor larry kudlow cannot you know, he, he can't explain it away very well. He's having a very hard time explaining it. So we'll see. But um, my feeling is is that it's, you know, tariffs overall. I mean, all it is is manipulating the economy. All it is is government involvement in the economy. And from a libertarian, like looking at it from a, as a libertarian, the government getting that close to the economy is going to cause some kind of bubble in the future. It's going to cause some kind of you know, challenges for our economy in the future because you just if you just let it free flow and go the way that it should be doing with a free market, then you're gonna have you're not gonna have these ups and down swings. But with him manipulating certain things, it's gonna have that hard down, which is gonna cause you know, which might cause it to go up high again, but then, you know, you have those crashes. You have those ups and down swings that really hurt. American savings, Americans' prosperity, and so forth. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening. This is Ion2020, your source for the news and related events for the 2020 elections. Uh, I hope that you'll come back tomorrow and listen. You can do that by subscribing to the show. And then uh, if you do come back tomorrow, you'll have clear vision for 2020. <laughs>